Hello and welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We're both property people running our own businesses and this podcast is just us chatting as we often do about anything and everything property. And this week, Simon's managed to create a number of, well, we think quite interesting graphs for us to analyse in terms of what's happened before during a lockdown in terms of property. But uh, before we get into that, Simon, I guess we should probably probably just talk about uh, those graphs as it's uh, not necessarily a great audio thing. So we might want to just talk through what what we've been looking at. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not quite sure how our show notes support images, but um, uh, if I can't actually embed these graphs in, in the show notes, I will uh, include links to them. So uh, people can can actually look at what we're looking at as well. Yeah. And these are graphs comparing what was happening in the property market a year ago to what's happened happening now and it looks back over the last six months roughly and then compared to to a year before that so it's pretty much from the beginning of the year up until now ish and it looks at how or all of them look at how the the property market has changed um, since the year before. So the, the first one, um, we're, we're, well, the, the sort of headline one um, I've prepared is the the number of properties that are currently on the market. So these are uh, the, the, these numbers and these stats are collected by my software Patma as it looks across all of the the different portals. So the, the main ones anyway. So Rightmove, Zoopla. Prime location on the market, and probably some others which I've forgotten at the moment. But the, it collects information about the the properties that are listed on those those portals, um, helped by the free browser extension that provides price history for people. So I've got quite a lot of um, numbers uh, of not not just of the active properties, but how the properties are uh, changing as well. So new properties being added to the market and properties being removed from the market so the, the as i was saying the, the headline graph is the total number of properties that are currently on on the market and we can see that early in the year it was a little bit down from how it was the year year before so it, it starts six months ago at about the same so, so um, mid-january time about the same as the previous year and then it starts dropping, so it's down sort of five percent compared to the previous year. Uh, and then as we get into to lockdown, sort of at the end of March, it drops really quite dramatically and keeps dropping. <laughs> and then as we start coming out of lockdown, it levels a little bit. So this is around mid Mayish time. However, since then, something that surprised me a bit, I was expecting as lockdown to have been released and everyone saying that the property market is booming and things, but which it may be, this, this graph doesn't necessarily say it isn't, but this graph continues to go down. So currently, the number of properties on the property market is around 30% less than last year, um, having dropped a little bit to 5% or so before lockdown, dropped to 22-ish percent lower at the, the sort of base of or, or the bottom level of, of lockdown. 
And then as lockdown opens, it continues to fall again to now being uh, 30% below last year. I, I don't know if you want to, to cut in there, Stuart, to see to talk at all about what, what you think of this, this graph before we move on to the other ones we've got here and how they might might sort of play into that. Yeah, well, I, I imagine a lot of us have been looking at graphs and tables. Well, certainly geeks like us have been looking at a lot of <laughs> graphs and tables, certainly since March, relate to coronavirus and so on. And, and I guess if, if anyone's like me, the first thing, you know, and I see it a lot in the in the weekend papers, you know, when we're talking about, you know, GDP, you know, gross domestic product or, you know, volume of sales or employment. The, the, the thing that always gets me is that, of course, you know, from March to May, in my head, you know, even though there's a headline saying things have dropped, I'm like, well, well, of course, you know, we locked down. There was no, there was no business. There was no, you know, economy. So my head always says, well, well, of course, things are going to drop. I think what's interesting about the graph that we've got here. In my head, at least, the first thing for me, so just talking about lockdown, so it's showing us the, you know, the the year-on-year the year change, and, and, and in this instance, year-on-year year decrease. So, for example, it's we're saying that marketed properties, even by the end of May, as you said, it's flattened out, it's 25% lower than the previous year, or, or 25% fewer marketed properties. In my head, that that's quite surprising, because we're saying only a quarter of property. Quarter, I, I would have thought it would have been lower, but clearly people in this instance, in my opinion, clearly have, have kept things on the market for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, so something that unfortunately isn't in these graphs, but I know from looking at the, the numbers, and perhaps this shows some shows a hint towards a different graph I should make <laughs> for next time. But um, the as you say, people went into lockdown, everything stopped. And we can see from some of the other graphs that people did take some some properties off the off, off the market at that point, but uh, most people, it seems, just sat tight. Mm. They left things how they were. They didn't didn't take things off the market unnecessarily, and of course, people weren't buying things to take them off the market. So it it just sort of sat there. But in last year, there was a lot. Of new property coming to the market, so this is obviously the the sp- coming out of winter, heading into spring and and summertime, and that's typically the the peak time for the property market to, to be ramping up. And in two thousand and nineteen, that was very true. There were lots and lots of properties being added to the market, but because we were locked down in twenty twenty, that just didn't happen. So I think that's most of the drop in available properties on the market is a lack of properties going into the market rather than uh, properties actually being removed from the market. Mm. And, and yeah, just, just like you said, I think uh, although it looks like in terms of reporting that there might be a slight curve upwards, it's hard to say, but we'll, we'll see on the data. But that, like you say, it's interesting that, you know, now we're past in terms of the data we're looking at past the end of June that, we've dropped to just over, you know, 30% fewer marketed properties, which is goes against, you know, what we're seeing. But, you know, that could just mean that there was a, you know, a glut of properties being marketed last June that, that we're measuring against. So I think, um, you know, that that's probably a, a good place to think about the, the next set of data that we've got in terms of those properties that were returning to the market and those that are 
new to market? Yeah, so the, this graph, so a really interesting one. And, and just before we we started recording, you you gave me some great questions about it, which I really don't know the answers to, but, but hopefully we'll, we'll muse on those in a few moments. But at the beginning of the year, we can see that it, the data's a, a bit up and down, but mostly the number of properties returning to the market and the number of new properties being added to the market is up on 2019. Actually, I'll, I'll just pause slightly to say new properties in, in this data are um, properties that are, are detected as new listings on the portals. Brand new. Where, yeah, brand new. Um, whereas returning properties are properties that can actually be detected or, or the PATMA has detected as having been previously listed on the portals, taken off the portal for whatever reason, perhaps because there was a sale agreed or... Um, Actually, I can't think of any other reason. Anyway, they've taken off the portal <laughs> and um, and then later came back onto the, the portal. So the sale fell through or whatever. Um, so that, that's the returning compared to the, the new. And in up until till March, both of those numbers were up on 2019. Then lockdown hits and they drop really, really fast obviously, because nobody's doing anything to, to put new new properties on. Um, even if sales are falling through, there's no agents to, to relist them at this point. So yeah. they're, they're all just... And that makes to- total sense. You know, there's, there's, there's close to 90% fewer properties being brought onto the market or returning, and that, that makes perfect sense, as as one would expect. Yeah, indeed. And then as we come out of lockdown where we see a, a sort of interesting divergence between what's happening with returning properties and, and new properties. So there is a bit of a bump. I mean, obviously, they're, they're heading up. Um, agents are opening up again. They're starting to list properties. But particularly, returning properties see a big bump up. The, the, the slope on those is much steeper and goes much higher, um, presumably because there were lots of properties that fell through during lockdown. Or perhaps people just took off the market as a as a precaution at the beginning of the lockdown. Yeah. Um, so now there's, there's, a, there's a higher bump, higher number of properties returning to the market towards the end of lockdown. And then as things open up more and more, we go above what we saw in 2019 for the, the rate of properties being added back into the market, either returned or new. Uh, so that for the last, I don't know, eight weeks-ish, that returning rate has been more than 20% above 2019 and the number of new properties being added has been uh, 10-ish percent above 2019. Mm. So, so that's sort of a summary of the graph. Why, why don't you uh, uh, pick up on some of the, the things you, you noted earlier, Stuart? <laughs> well, you know, I, I love a graph, me. I really do. I mean, I spent a lot of time looking at reporting and analytics in my life. And, you know, I think when, when, if they're simple, which these are, by the way, and it's re- really good to understand it, you know, it does tell a story. That what's interesting to me, and again, this is quite a hard one to articulate for listeners, but is that so we're looking at two different trend lines, one of, of properties that are new being brought onto market and one of returning properties. And and as Simon said, I think what what I do love about when we when we were able to picture this, and I don't want to keep talking about graphs because obviously 
you know, unless we've got it in the show notes, you're not looking at it. But we can see that returning properties spikes higher than new properties post lockdown, as you totally expect, because we've had however many months, two months, three months of properties just being put on hold and then being brought back. So that makes total sense that the spike of a return, the returning property is much higher. But what, what I find quite interesting is something I'd personally like to dig down in is why the, the trend of both returning and new is the pattern is similar. So where, where the number of properties new rises, the number of returning properties rises. And when returning properties drops, so does new. So, so they're following very similar trend lines, except for a sort of immediate post lockdown and then I guess when there's more clarity around well maybe the first spike is when restrictions started getting east I would have thought towards the end of May uh, beginning of of June and then you know as those restrictions east more we're seeing that the, the increase of returning new properties but like I say I think it's for me interesting to note why those trends are similar across both because for me just trying to think about you know, a new property is a new property, but it could just be around the the the, the, the some of the seasonal aspects of property marketing. I don't know what you think around that. I think I probably need to look into some of the dates a bit more carefully. But my sort of initial uh, guess at a a theory was that it it might, as you say, coincide with seasonality. So uh, the the dips where we see less activity in both these things might just correspond with school holidays for example Mm. yeah so we've got um half terms easter um and then (laughs) more to the right hand side of the graph which would be really helpful for listeners but anyway um there's another dip where both coincide and that perhaps again corresponds with half term um i i don't know We, we could do a checking or i could do a checking but um something else that you you picked up on when we were discussing before, was right at the beginning of this graph, there's there's a, another difference between the, the trends where returning properties are much higher compared to mm. new properties. And you you made the, the, the great point, this is probably uh, where people had taken properties off the market for Christmas or um, perhaps they'd fallen through over Christmas and then getting into the new year and with with the the Boris bounce in full swing people were thinking right let's get my property back on on the market from uh from from the Christmas break so there's more to to put back in at that point as there were or compared to to new properties coming on Uh, and uh of course the other thing you you mentioned as a, a possible was that uh I was just miscounting the numbers somewhere which is a tempting theory, seeing as the, the lines do seem to match so closely. <laughs> I'm going to re- remove the personal nature. I wasn't suggesting you, but I was thinking more in terms of the, <laughs> more in terms of the data points that maybe that whether it's returning or new, sometimes it could be counted as both. And, and like you said, it could just be that um, it, it is both, as in we're now marketing with two properties as opposed to one, or it could be that you know the, the, the data point that's coming through is just. Um, it's not a clear distinction. However, there's enough distinction, you know, throughout it to to note that. But I think overall, you know, it, it really just supports the pattern of what we're saying anecdotally, which is, you know, we, we're now seeing, you know, over, well, from sort of start of June, we're seeing 40% of properties returning to the market. So a lot of properties come, coming back onto the market. The next step for me is then just having a look at some absolute numbers in terms of values to sort of validate some of what we're thinking so i suppose that'll be 
that'll be one for another podcast yeah indeed i'll try and work those out for for next time <laughs> some um, homework for you <laughs> i do do like a bit of homework yes. <laughs> <laughs> but i think one of the things that uh strikes me is looking at this graph combined with the last one mm. um and for the last six to eight weeks the the number of properties returning or, or coming onto the, the market afresh has been a lot higher than in 2019, so uh, 10 to 40% higher than in 2019. However, the total number of properties on the market compared to 2019 has still been falling. So is this because the sales rate is also really high or is this because we've just got such a lot to catch up on from three months of lockdown that that we're we're hardly making a dent in it or the property market is hardly making a dent in it yeah and i think this i think this is the real point simon that you've you talk about now because what, what do we talk about what what's important to the economy it boils down to sentiment and obviously i don't want to mention the, the brexit word you know but we've had brexit we've had coronavirus Obviously, a lot of injection of, of of capital into the economy, quantitative easing, and you know stamp duty removal. We've talked about. So the government is doing everything it can to, you know, and telling people to spend to revive that certainty, if you like, in the market to to, to give us confidence. However, you know, we know that as it stands today, we are actually in recession. Yeah, must be. And obviously, the government wants confidence. And what? You know, my, my first initial feeling of, of what we're looking at is showing that despite all of that, there is still a, a reticence from people, you know, other than people, I guess, that, that are like us, that are investors, you know, we, we're just still getting on and cracking on because that's what we've got to do. But if you're a homeowner or, or someone that's thinking about buying, there could be, you know, more more concern. Of, of course, stamp duty is going to play a big part. And like you say, I think maybe we just need to wait to see that start playing through the numbers. But in terms of what we're looking at, which is kind of towards the, the end of June, shows that people are less certain about what's going to happen and therefore holding off. But maybe if we look at this in four weeks' time, you know, the, the, the stamp duty announcement could, could play a big part in seeing those numbers increase. But I, I think it's really interesting to coronavirus aside to say that total numbers are still looking lower than last year yeah and i'm going to introduce the the, the third graph that we're, we're looking at do it today. do it so uh <laughs> so th- th- this one uh this is properties leaving the market so that's generally properties being sold um that's the the main reason that they get removed from the portals but mm. but this is properties leaving the property portals so it isn't always being sold but let, let's assume it mostly is. So in this graph, we can really see the Boris bounce at the, the beginning of the year. Um, there were there were nearly 50% more properties leaving the market in January compared to 2019. I mean, that, that's a lot of extra properties um, being sold. Yeah. But it does then drop quite rapidly. Mm. And, and just, to, just to be clear, be, before... February. So we're not talking. We're not talking. Yeah. COVID, we're not talking COVID now. Just just to be clear for the audience, we're now talking about just a drop between January and February. Yep, indeed. It did, it does still manage to stay above um, 2019. So the number of properties leaving the market is still higher, 
but it's nowhere near as high as it was in January. It, it builds up a bit again uh, in early March to to manage just about 20% higher than 2019. So, I mean, it, it's still 20% higher is, is a lot. It's, mm. it's a big difference. Um, and then, of course, we, we get into, into the COVID era yeah. and, and lockdown comes along. And again, we see a, a massive, very sharp drop in the, the number of properties leaving the market down to down to a, a low of about 80% less than uh, in 2019. And that stays for a while, although it's ups and downs a little bit. And then, of course, as we come out of lockdown, we see uh, an increase again in the number of properties leaving the market back up to 2019 levels and above. And again, you can, you can quite nicely see the the uh, post-lockdown bump, <laughs> the, the release of pressure that had been built up, um, as again we see a, a spike sort of nearly forty percent over two thousand nineteen figures. However, again it then drops off, uh, not not super sharply, but but gradually it's dropping back down to sort of normal levels as we would have seen in in two thousand nineteen. Be interesting to know when the whispers of stamp duty started coming out because ah well th- this graph includes the, the the most recent week in this graph is the week after the stamp duty announcement so the official one so we've got the the whispers week and we've got the the week after yeah so so that was on a, the announcement was on the 8th of July so maybe maybe a week two weeks before that people were starting to you know you know talk about it speculate mm so the, at the end of this graph, it's a slightly steeper down change. So there, are, there is a reduction in the difference between 2019 and 2020. So perhaps that's people being a little bit um, concerned about what's going to happen with stamp duty. Mm. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a, a corresponding sort of pickup right at the end where people now know what's happening with stamp duty and they're desperate to go out and buy, buy, buy. Um, so I, I don't know if that's just going to take a bit longer to to filter through to to properties actually being sold and being taken off the market, um, or whether maybe stamp duty hasn't hasn't created as as big a boost as as you might think. I, I think it I think it obviously will. Um, you know, it certainly pushed me personally to make not make the decision we were going to move anyway, but it's kind of like right, let's 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 make this happen in this next six months because even though. This is another conversation, even though we've got to pay the 3% on our, on our, on our private residence, you know, that we're still on the property we want to buy safe anywhere between 10 and 20,000 pounds. Um, the, the other side of me, I was just going to say that my final point on this graph is if I were being cynical and I have been accused of being so on more than one occasion, the only other thing I would say about leaving the, the properties leaving the market, and we don't know what percentage is that sometimes properties do get left uh, on the market, he says, with with air quotes, even when sold, just because it, it can help as a as a funnel for for attracting in interest uh, into estate agents. But um, yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen properties. Um, actually, I think the one I'm thinking of, uh, it was one I was was interested in. Interested in, I put in an offer, and I'd, I'd been beaten, and it got taken off the market, and then I don't know, a month later or something. It popped back up on the market, and uh, I phoned up and said, "Oh, did it fall through? Great. Would you reconsider my offer?" <laughs> and um, and uh, it turns out that 
it hadn't fallen through, but the agent had been instructed to to relist it in order to push the current uh, purchaser to get on with it. Mm. <laughs> so I mean that's that's sneaky, but yeah. Um, but yeah so I mean, as with all stats looking at, at human behaviour, uh, the uh, you, you can't always tell what the underlying reason is. <laughs> no, no, but it gives us a, it gives us a very good uh, indication, and I think be really interesting to see how that plays out in the next few weeks so you've made a rod for your own back there because now i'm interested to <laughs> see how these trend lines continue simon so so screw the listeners apologies listeners but you know i, I, I want to follow this <laughs> that's okay i I'm, i can't promise to bring them back every week but uh but i, I will certainly bring back some some fresh stats uh every now and then and we can, oh, I'm, we can I'm sure <laughs> i'm sure we can look at this monthly and, and of course um Listener, if you've been listening this far, there is no harm intended, and we're we're very pleased and grateful you're here. Indeed, and if you've got uh, the time to look at these graphs and have any comments or, or thoughts on them, please mm. do uh, drop us an email or or get in touch in some way. Um, we'll be uh, be very pleased to hear feedback and uh, <laughs> and discuss uh, what other people are thinking on these. And I think that's a great point for us to wrap up as we've talked about providing feedback. So if you do have any feedback, if you've got any comments on the, the grass, if you'd like some, Simon to do a bit something a bit different, use different colours or, or anything else or, or anything even more important than that, having, having a viewpoint, please do get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. And you can see everything that we talked about and get access to the graphs at least on the businessofproperty.com and, and in the show notes there. Other than that, we'll see you the next time.